Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's really, it doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... Episode 74 here, folks. Take two takedown live from AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. John and I are here recording uh, in what it seems to be a hall of insanity. Yeah, it's pretty crazy here right now. We're uh, getting to see a lot of interesting stuff. <laughs> um, not a lot of wrestling things, but we no. did see two Hulk Hogan's. We did see. One Sting, a Mankind. Right, and actual Sting is also and here. actual Sting. Right, he is actually here to take photo ops and to give autographs. Uh, we have not forked over the 70 bucks yet for a photo, but I don't I'm know sure at some point it. it'll... I don't know, I don't know. Um, but we are here, we are here together, we're here in person, so we figured we would give you a live Take Two Takedown episode. It makes the most sense. Hey, so... We kind of waited and debated on would we do the shakeup and what would we do after and we were going to do the shakeup right after and then we realized, wait a minute, there's some error in their way usually and they try to rectify it the following week. Which is exactly what happened. Exactly. And so, they also added more shakeup like later on, you know, this week than they did in the first week. So it was a whole big thing. But I guess, first of all, if you're not following us on the Twitter, I don't know what is wrong with you. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Take two takedown on Twitter. All right. I hate you and your stupid faces. Follow us. Uh, you again can call our hotline. Please do 434-602-1931. Call that. And any fans that are now listening to us because you heard us on Friday Night Movie Podcast, which we just guest hosted on yeah. uh, while we were standing here in the hall. Uh, welcome. We're going to tell you all about some wrestling. Yeah. So. As you mentioned, John, Superstar Shakeup happened. Uh, there was a lot of movement around. There were still some people, uh, such as Becky Lynch, that are still appearing on both shows, though, which uh, I, it kind of bothers me. No, why? You've got your number one superstar. You're going to wonder wherever it's at. I know. I mean, I, I guess I'm happy with the fact that the, they were doing this so much with all of their NXT people that I thought we were just sort of done with it completely. But I guess with Becky holding both show belts, you got to have her both shows That's two Becky. I love you, two belt Becky. <laughs> I love you Be- twice as much It's now. Becky Two Bell. No, I love her so much. <laughs> you, you have two hearts for her now. Two hearts. Two hearts for Becky. Yeah, but I mean, I, I personally don't have a problem with it for the simple fact that if it's a character and it's selling, play it up. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Now we had, which I, I, one of the shakeup things I think I did not agree with is they had Alistair Black and Ricochet both go to Raw. I think I think it would have been better to break them up. Well, so this is what <laughs> happened. What happened was in real life, Alistair Black is married to the car- the actress that plays Zelina Vega. Exactly. When uh, they found out that they moved all their Hispanic properties to Raw, yes, they did. They said, you know what? Maybe we need to bring one back to SmackDown. So they bring Andrade back, right? Which means Zelina comes back, which means now Alistair is going with her. Yes. So mm-hmm. it worked out in the end, but that's why we waited. We knew this stuff was going to happen. Right. Right. We knew that these sort of things would happen. It's also why Charlotte Flair is just continuing to re- remain on SmackDown since she is dating Andrade. Well, she's engaged to Andrade. Oh, I didn't know they were engaged. Yeah, they're oh, engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. <laughs> so she will be Charlotte Andrade? I guess. She'd obviously change her name, because what's the importance in keeping would the Flair name? Be, uh, would he be Andrade Flair? Yeah, that's, he'll take his name. Or her name, I guess. It's, CN, it's, it's really Rick's name. Take CN Rick's name. CN Flair? CN Flair? I don't know. Um, but you know what I like mm-hmm. about that is, if you bring them both on, you can make them like this power couple. Yes. And just have a... Fun romp with it all over SmackDown. Yeah, and and I think they should. They they have a tendency to uh, keeps a lot of behind the scenes like couples not known, like pretend like it's not a thing. I mean, we talked before about the weirdness of Renee Young talking about Dean Ambrose like he wasn't her husband. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes you just go all for it, and I think this Andrade Flair thing just go all for it. I think you buy in, you sell, you go 100% with it. Um, now I have to say. One of the things that I do not like most about this shakeup and Raw um, is there's this tag team came out from NXT. You may have known them. They're called War Raiders. Uh, you um, mean uh, the Viking Experience? Uh, no, I mean the Viking Raiders, which is now what they're called this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, apparently somebody didn't like the name War, I guess. And so Vince McMahon and all of his... You know, uh, intelligence said, let's just call them the Viking experience because that's what they are. Uh, you can have the experience of a Viking. It's kind of like medieval times, but different. But different and hurtful. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into this week. Now they are called the Viking Raiders, so they get like half of their name back. I, I don't understand how you have a team on your own brand of NXT that you then change their name for. You bring them from somewhere else, I'll give that to you. But I don't understand it at all. It, it, it makes no sense. Um, it's a waste of time. Yes. Now, do you think, and I've had this theory ever since they had the first call-ups when they brought up Heavy Machinery, mm-hmm. do you think that Vince McMahon thought Heavy Machinery was actually the War Raiders? And then when he saw them on NXT TakeOver, he was like, nah, shit, that's what I wanted. I'll bring them up. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> now, that, now that you say that, yeah, that is that is exactly what I thought That's what I would have done. Now that you say that... Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, wow. Poor Heavy Machinery. I, you know what? I still think Heavy Machinery is a great team, and they can be a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. just I don't know, you know, I don't know if they're going to be used to the best potential. Right, right. Um, speaking of tag teams and not being used to their potential, um, it came out that uh, Eric Young is also going to Raw. But just Eric Young. Not the rest of Sanity. And this was not known to Eric Young until the graphic went up of his picture on there that says he's part of the shakeup going to Raw, and then he sees he's going to Raw, and the rest of Sanity apparently is going to SmackDown. 
you know what though? I like Eric Young. I think he can be a good uh, filler character. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think you're basically looking at Eric Young being that player of, uh, you know, just there to get beat up on. Yeah. It went a little, lose a little. Yes, yes. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways for Raw would probably be AJ Styles. Yeah. Coming to Raw from SmackDown. I mean, he's coming there. He's obviously going to try and make his presence known against Seth Rollins and that sort of stuff. You know, we, we keep hemming around the bush. Let's just put it out there. Why wouldn't you just make, like, SmackDown your lighter heavyweights? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Raw, like, your big beefy dudes. I mean, that's almost Why what it kind of was. Why are you bringing AJ was, Styles right? over? Yeah. Like, you have a good chemistry right. there. You have better matches on SmackDown with all this. If you want to have your huge, you know, men fighting, right. just leave it on You Raw. have the beef on Raw to keep Vince happy. And you have everybody else on SmackDown. Like, Ricochet, I'm sorry, is a SmackDown wrestler. That's where he should be. All the talent that would do well against Ricochet is on SmackDown. <laughs> it's on SmackDown. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody else is just going to catch him in midair and throw him on the ground. So, uh, yeah. it's another case of WWE not knowing how to use their talent. Um, one of their other big moves, and I will admit I was shocked by this, was Roman Reigns going to SmackDown. I did not see that coming. I didn't see it coming, but I kind of liked the idea of them, uh, you know, splitting up what was the shield. Yes, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I like I like the idea of Roman and Rollins being on two separate shows. The only problem I have with it is, is what's Roman's first beef? <laughs> Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course it is. I don't understand who else would it be. I mean, obviously, you would think after he's the head villain. You have to. Shane McMahon, after what twenty years? Yeah, yeah, pretty 20 much. Twenty years. You would think he would have some clue how to wrestle, but all he does no. is wrestle stiff. No, he does, and he no sells everything. The stupid rabbit punches that he does, where he gets all close and tight. Like it looks like when my five-year-old tries to like pretend to fight, like just like super fast. Like yeah. that's what I feel like he's doing. <laughs> I just I don't get it. I, I'm not a huge Shane McMahon fan. No. Um, you know the, another big get for Raw? Mm-hmm. The Miz. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is on there away from Shane. You know, yeah, on there to. I gotta say, this week we had a three-way to see who'd be the number one contender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Against uh, Seth Rollins, and it was uh, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, and AJ. Mm-hmm. And, and the other one was... AJ uh, wins, and then it was Corbin McIntyre and, and Miz. And the Miz, yeah. And it was good. It was and really good. They let Miz come out looking strong. Yeah, exactly. He didn't end up winning it. It was Corbin versus AJ. Um, AJ ends up winning, so now dirty AJ's... Dirty deeds, dirty yeah. deeds. Mm-hmm. Money in the bank. Um, but I, I have to ask this again, too. What is with the Baron Corbin push? Why are we still doing this? They love them some Baron Corbin. Why? How? I, I don't understand. No why. Nobody else does. And he's not even a good heel. He's just not fun to watch. Like, no, see, I got to disagree with you a little bit because I don't really mind Baron Corbin in and of himself. And there are, he has like decent times in the ring. I, I don't like when he does promos. No. And I, I agree that there's too many. Like, he was on two bouts, one of them being the main event. Right. He had a cut promo, and yep. then he had a televised promo in one show. In one show. One show. Mm-hmm. Now, 
wasn't he the one that drove the ratings down? Yeah. Wasn't he the one that McMahon's blamed for all the problems that yeah. WWE yeah, had? Yeah, sure was. He sure but was. But yet he's getting a huge push. Huge. Huge. So I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Um, but speaking of the Shield and Roman Reigns, did you watch the final chapter Shield thing? That no, not Sunday at night? all. Uh, I did. I watched it. Um, it. I mean, it was what you expected. You know, it was a a um, final battle of all three members of the Shield versus uh, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. Obviously, Shield's coming on top. You know, it ended with all of them being able to do their moves, yeah. the dirty deeds. You know, the Superman punches. Uh, the stomps, like it, it was, it was what you expected it to be. They did a nice little speech afterwards. Um, you even had Finn Balor defend his belt in in the show too. It was, but a, nice, it was a house show. Yeah, it was a house show, and it, it literally was a house show. Like you could see it was a house show. Um, but I mean, and let's talk about Dean Ambrose real quick. Yes, mm-hmm. he's so, done. He's gone. He's over. He's done with WWE. Mm-hmm. Rumor is that WWE is just paying out his contract. Uh, it wouldn't and be he's just sitting at home getting paid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they are so worried that AEW is going to pick him up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would imagine AEW has money. AEW has tons of money. Um, but being able to buy out the rest of Ambrose's contract may even be out of their range. Like I don't know how much he has left. I don't know exactly how much money that is. But being able to completely buy him out so that they can have him now. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. And then, you know, since we're talking AEW, they're talking. You know, CM Punk's been seen around. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, there's money to be thrown. There's talent to get. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you do? I, I I don't know. I mean, if they can get Ambrose within the next 12 months, that is huge. That is going to to make AEW even more of a you know, juggernaut in the wrestling indies than it is. Um, but if they, if getting him is, is going to be a huge get. But let's talk AEW as a company. Do you think it has the ability to push WWE back like WCW did back in the 90s? Uh, that it can honestly be a contender? Or is it just going to be another show? Um, I think their, their goal, and we've talked about this, and they're in talks to it, is, is the TV. You get the TV, you get like TNT, TBS, something like that. And if you can get that and air it Tuesday nights, which is when the the hole that will be left because SmackDown is moving to Fridays, I think they have a very good chance. That's my opinion. I don't know. Like, there are times where I look at it and there's, you know, there's a talent there, there's a story there, there's the characters there, they have the ability to do it. The problem I have is... Your next big event is Dustin Rhodes wrestling, wrestling Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. That is the big, the big build-up that they had to who's going to be, you know, the nightmare's opponent. Who's going to be Cody Rhodes' opponent for Double or Nothing? Um, and they go in with Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, and Gold I mean, no, sorry, not Gold Dust anymore. He's just going by Dustin Rhodes. And there's no build-up or storyline to it. No, it's no. just like uh, I felt underprivileged, or I felt underappreciated when uh, when I was there and uh, I'm just going to show my brother that you know he took me for granted well and that's the thing and they're even saying like you know the match the match we've wanted and just haven't been able to get like what do you what do you mean the match who wanted this match and if they did it was like five seven years ago it's not now nobody wants this now anybody who watched Goldust wrestle in his last two years doesn't want him there 
Yeah, I mean, I love Gold Dust in his prime, but that was in the 90s. It's yeah. not now. Exactly. Exactly. It's not now, and it's not going to be in June. They could have an incredible match, and I hope they do. But uh, One of the benefits of AEW, and, and we saw this even with All In, is the ability to, since this is a big one-time event, they can practice, they can coordinate, they can rehearse to make it be really good. I mean, you just look at that, that Stephen Amell match from All In, like, that was damn good because he had the time and the ability to be able to practice like, right. and rehearse. You know, he, he obviously has some talent, and I think you, you could probably get the same thing going on with the road, Rhodes battle, the road to Rhodes, is that what we're going to call it now? The Rocky Roads? The Rocky Roads. The Rocky Roads to Rhodes. The Roads to Hell? Exactly. Now, is there anything that happened in the, Smack, in the uh, SmackDown Raw shakeup that you wish had happened, that didn't, but maybe you wish it had? Um, I wanted New Day to go to Raw. Yeah. yeah. I think that would have suited him better. Um, I am actually happy that Cesaro was separated from Sheamus. Yes. I mean, granted, I think that's because Sheamus is having some form of surgery, um, but I still think that's it's a good thing. I'm they just, needed to be separated. I am done with the bar. Yes. Yes. You're so very done with so the bar. So very done. So, so done. Um... But I think, speaking of New Day, we do have to mention this Kevin Owens angle that happened over these past few weeks. So, what I love about Kevin Owens mm. is he can go from funny to foe in no time at all. And instantly. Instantly. I mean, him him last week, um, you know, the first week he came and joined New Day as the Big O uh, was hilarious. His intros that he did in place of Big E, he ate the pancakes, he did everything. Like, it was funny. And then the turn this week against Kofi and against Xavier was awesome. I loved it. Right. I mean, it, and it was great. And you went from, this is amazing, I love him, to, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. I, I still love him. He's horrible. <laughs> I still love him. I still love him so much. Yeah. Uh, so I, it just made me a, a bigger Kevin Owens fan. And obviously, uh, I made sure to wear my Kevin Owens shirt to work uh, the next day. To support. To support. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this all is leading into Money in the Bank. We know now Money in the Bank is going to be AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins uh, for the belt. Um, apparently, I have not. I, Why? Mm, why do you run to that so quickly? I don't know. I don't know. I completely That would agree. have been one of those matches that you could have had a sweet build-up for. Yep. You've done a lot of great stuff, mm -hmm. but you just ran to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you, you're right. You, I think you want to say, hey, look, there's us on a commercial again. We're on a commercial at the CW Booth TV. We just like pointing that out while we're recording every time. I can't see because it's behind me. Yeah, no, but he's just staring at cosplayers walk but by. I know what I look like, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking at cable right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. This is really insane, by the way, folks. You need to come to AwesomeCon. Not just for the uh, few wrestling things that are here, but for everything else. Because it's insane. It's fun watching these unique people. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they're very dedicated. I, I wish that I was dedicated as much to something as they are to creating these outfits, wearing these outfits. While we were eating lunch, we heard somebody was talking about three different outfits that they're wearing over the three days of this awesome con. Right. Um, so I'm... I'm impressed. I'm impressed. What were we talking about? Me too. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, Money in the Bank. You jumped to the commercial after Money in the Bank. Sorry, Money in the Bank. Um, yes, jumping to AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. I don't know why. I agree. This is something I feel you could have 
pushed all the way to SummerSlam. You could have built up over time. This would have been a great match. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yet you're just dumping it on us. Exactly. I don't think we're going to get the payoff that this one deserves. No, no. I don't think so at all. Uh, they have apparently um, started to release some pictures of who's in and who's not for Money in the Bank on the various uh, men's and women's Money in the Bank. Uh, I do not remember any of them. I just know they've started to release like one by one. So I'm sure over the next few weeks we'll be able to see who it is. And I always enjoy the Money in the Bank, but it always depended on me as to who wins it and what happens with it. Like the Money in the Bank, was it last year where Alexa Bliss won it at the start of the show and then used it at the end of the show? Yeah. Like I loved that. That was awesome. So my thing for Money in the Bank is to keep Becky strong, mm -hmm. speaking of female wrestlers, yep. to keep Becky strong, she'll beat Charlotte, she'll beat Lacey Evans. Right, because she's fighting for both belts on the same event. But somebody's going to cash in money in the bank and take it from her, and that's going to be who Charlotte challenges for uh, for the for SmackDown the Women's Championship. Who do, you, who do you think that may be? I don't know. Like who's I would have said Asuka, but she's now a tag team. Right, yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's very hard. Is it Bailey? Maybe. Because I hate to say it, who's ever in the Money in the Bank females match is just secondary character right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Bailey. I mean, they've been doing some good Bailey push. So trying to get Bailey some love, keeping her strong and what have you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that enough talk about what happened these past two weeks, Sean? Can we get into our fun stuff? Mm. Do we miss what anything? I want to say. I still. I'm not a fan of the Iconics. No. Um, Tag team belt holders, Iconics. However, I do like Asuka and Ari Sky as a... Uh, Kari Zane? Or Kari Zane. Sorry. I mean, that was, that that was, was not where... Off. I mean, they're the Sky Pirates. I know. Um, I, know. I, don't, I don't know where Ari came from. I have no so idea. So I'm not, not quite sure what was happening. But please, continue. Anyway, I like that tag team. Yeah. I like the fact that Paige is managing them. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. so I think that's I'm good. I'm looking forward to that. They could do a lot of good stuff with that one. Yep, yep. And you know, the fact that Paige is managing them is where I came up with the idea for our T3 League this week. Okay. So tell them about our T3 League, John. So what we do is we take wrestlers that should uh, be pulled, should look for another venue, and we bring them over to our show. We set up a WWE style. It's called the T3 Wrestling League. Right. Is where we take wrestlers that should change over, come to a different venue, and we put them in our league. Exactly. So we, what are we doing this week, bud? This week, uh, you have made some decisions for the T3 League. What are we picking today? All right. I have decided for you to pick for your show um, of Raw Dog. What's your show called again? It's War. Oh, sorry. War. <laughs> Warzone, um, and for my show, Takedown, we are going to be picking one male wrestler with manager okay, and one female wrestler with manager, okay. based on what I saw and enjoyed with Paige being a manager now. All right, so what do you want to do first, male or female? Uh, let's go for male first. All right, so male wrestler. Male wrestler with manager. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Clay Matthews. Okay, okay. We're going to take Clay Matthews Yes. From the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. His football career is almost over. Right. He's going to come to my league and be okay. one of my heavyweight champions. I'm, in, I'm impressed by this uh, this new move of yours. You're even bringing in non-wrestlers. Non yes. Mm -hmm. And to be his manager. Yes. Because she has the acting chops to pull it off. Mm -hmm. And I believe she may still have, you know, the ability to sell. Mm -hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar. 
did not see that coming. Nobody did. No, no. I'm going to assume it's because we saw some Buffy cosplay today. Yeah. Um, yep, totally changed it. Can't can't guarantee that. So uh, uh, I will say that I'm shocked. Uh, I'm slightly impressed, and I'm intrigued to see where this goes. It really works. If you look at the the cadre of wrestlers, yeah, I'm rounding out. This really works. This really works. Uh, I went for a much easier choice. Oh, I'm sure you did because, because I'm lazy. Yeah, and don't think. Yeah, because you're. Um, yeah, and really I think awful. if if let go, they could actually be decent. Yeah, I'm going for Rusev with manager Lana. God, but we've had that for so much. Right, and I loved angry Russian Lana. <laughs> even when she would fall in and out of, even when she would fall in and out of the accent. Okay, okay. Hey, look, there's our commercial again on the TV. <laughs> Jesus, every time. Every time, I make sure we talk about it. I want to see impressive. We're very impressive. Hey, look, there's my bald spot on the commercial. <laughs> My favorite part of the commercial, guys. Make sure you look it up on uh, DCW50's website. Hey, look go. up commercial for Take Two Podcast. Hey, so let's talk about female wrestlers. Female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Who are you thinking for your female wrestler? Um, just because I think it would be hilarious. Okay. I am going to bring back Brie Bella, the killer, mm-hmm. and her sister Nikki Bella as oh, her manager. As her manager. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know how long that's going to last. It'll be a limited contract run. No, but it'll be good. Contingent on performance. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, now, for my female wrestler, she isn't currently in AEW, so I'm stealing her from there. Or at least she is working on both shows. You keep stealing from AEW. Yeah, AEW is making you good choices. you got to have your own. I'm not, I'm not choosing someone for starring in a debunked late 90s, early 2000s TV show like you with Sarah Michelle Gellar. But I've made incredible choices, and I am 100% awesome. Now, my choice from AEW, currently wrestling, I believe she was Ring of Honor maybe before that? Nyla Rose. Okay. That big giant lady. Yeah. And her manager? Conor McGregor. I was thinking Conor McGregor for a manager, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I stayed away simply because I thought it was too easy. Yeah? No? But I kind of like that. It works. I mean, he, could, he obviously can fight if he needed to. He's great on the mic. We know that's happening. And all this uh, stuff he does behind scenes, he's only a manager. Who cares? And it's wrestling. doesn't matter. He's not going to get banned from wrestling. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think we did well. So, I think we did well uh, with our T3. Do you have any ideas for next week's T3 League? Um, or do we want to just kind of play this by ear and see what comes up over the... I think if I were to pick something right now, mm-hmm. I say we pick... We gotta flesh out the female division. A we do, more. we do. So mm-hmm. I would say we pick, but knowing that the pool is very small. Right. I would say just to make the challenge a little bigger for us, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have to pick two female wrestlers. Okay. That aren't professional wrestlers already. Ooh, so I like this. So you can go this. to the world of sports, you can go to the world of acting, you can go okay. to a whole bunch of stuff, but it just can't be like I'm going to pick Brie Bella. Right, right. You mean like you just did? Yeah, well, that's because you set the rules this time, and you suck. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it, my friend. I like it. Now, we're here, as we mentioned, at AwesomeCon, as I'm sure everybody can hear in the background. And it's awesome. One of the big things they have here at AwesomeCon this year is it's the 80th anniversary of Batman. Right. 80 years of Batman. They have here, if you follow Take Two Podcasts on Instagram, you'll see all the lovely, lovely pictures that are up there and out, and all of the costumes that they have from all the various Batman movies, including... All the way from Michael Keaton's original 1989 
suit. Which is the best one. Which is the best one. Leading up through Mr. Freeze's Arnold Schwarzenegger suit, through uh, the TV show Riddler, through Christian Bale's, through Val Kilmer's, through Clooney's Bat Nipples, everything. All right, so in that vein, I feel our gorilla position, we should be casting Batman. I think we can do a lot with Batman. I think we can um, have a good time just like doing some sub characters too. Yeah. So I'm thinking we do the main ones. We do Batman, we do Robin. Let's throw in Batgirl so we get some females. Um, and then I say we do a couple villains. Okay. I'll let you choose any villains you so want, sir. Okay. Now, where would would you like to start or would you mean like to start? Well, would, you, gonna... would you like me to start is what I meant to say, but I think I just said, would you me start? I'm going to make this easy. Okay. Um, I'll start with Batman. Start with Batman. Uh, for Batman, I am going to go... I'm just going to shake it up and have some fun with this. I'm going to go Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. I like it. I like it. I could possibly see him doing that. I could possibly see him doing that. Why Bobby Lashley? Uh, you know, he looks big enough. He, he'll look pretty cool in the costume. Mm-hmm. And I just think maybe he can act if you actually gave him a real role. I kind of like that. I don't know. Sounded like fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Batman. I'm going for the uh, a little bit of an older Batman. A more, uh, more aged, experienced Batman. And somebody who I think also would have fun in the Bruce Wayne role. I'm going for Bobby Roode. Now known as Robert Roode. Robert Roode. Now known as Robert Roode. Yeah, I could And see I would that. make him keep the porn stash he currently has. You gotta allow it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is fun time. It's we're celebrating Batman. It's the 80th anniversary. So let's have a good time with it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Have they been yelling? <laughs> Don't think so. Don't think so. Alright. So for Robin, you know where I'm going with this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leo Rush. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. He was on my list as possible person. Was Leo Rush? I thought about him. I definitely thought about him. I went for somebody with a little more uh, power, a little yep. more strength. Yeah. Went for Ali, formerly known as okay. Mustafa Ali. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now for Batgirl, I'm going with Zelina Vega. Kind of like that too. I, I guarantee she's big into the cosplay. I guarantee she's already cosplayed as Batgirl at least one time. She kind of has to. I'm assuming so. Or maybe, I know she's done Catwoman. Yeah. I know that's a fact. Um, now for Batgirl, I'm going for uh, someone from the NXT UK brand. I'm going for Rhea Ripley. Ooh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I actually do like that one yeah. a lot. I think that would be good. I that think she'd be, be really good fun. at that. She'd obviously have the strength. Like, you know, I, I kind of like Batgirl in that role. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. talk some villains. Let's talk some villains, my friend. Mm-hmm. Villains. So let's do Bane. Okay, go for Bane. Who Bane? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Big E. Big E's a good choice. Big E's a good choice. You know, I, my friend, I was thinking of casting Penguin, and I'm going for Big E's current replacement, KO. As Penguin? As Penguin. I think Kevin Owen would do a good Penguin. That could work. I could see him getting into that role. I'll raise your Penguin, mm-hmm. and I will cast... Because I still love to see it, and I kind of like Duma Thurman in the role Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Poison Ivy, I'm gonna go Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, man. Man, that is a good, good idea. I like that a lot. I could really see that working. Yeah, I could see that working. Then I got another great one for you. Oh, what's your other one? I'm ready for the other one. Mr. Freeze, Baron Corbin. 
Oh. As long as he does his best Arnold the Schwarzenegger yeah. impersonation. Yeah, I could definitely says see that. all the that. shitty one-liners mm-hmm. that he had to say. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, um, I'm a genius. You are a genius. Game. Now, I was thinking of Riddler, and for Riddler, I was going for Xavier Woods. Oh, I like that one a lot. I think he could do wow. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Especially if he went for the huge, you know, puffed out the afro. Went for like the Jim Carrey like question mark painted on his face kind yeah, of Riddler. Really set it up. Like really, really set it up set as up. the crazy, super smart but still freaking insane person. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is our gorilla position. That is our T3 league for this week. All right. One of the things we do have to do every week, and we talked about this earlier a few weeks ago, and I still think we need to make it our moment of for this week. I mean, in due reverence. In due reverence. They may have broken up. They they may no longer be apart. But Kevin Owens introducing New Day yeah. in his best Big E impersonation yeah. was really, really good. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to go for that for a moment of this week. Good call. You got it. You got it. Come on, man. You got this, okay. man. Listen, it's a lot of... Come on. Oh! More from... From the loins. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, the, yes. get the fire from on, down man. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, loins. Feel it. Believe in it. Oh! Kev, man, come on. You got to that get was good. Man. No, from the plums, oh, man. Plums, plums. I don't have plums. Come on, you got plums. That's right. You know you got plums. Show me your plums. Show us your plums. Stop yelling. You got this. Oh! Montreal! Don't you dare be sour! Clap for your world-famous five-time champs, your new WWE champion, and the Big L, and feel the power! Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Sorry. Love myself some KO. Love myself some KO. I'm going to be a little too sweet. Too sweet, too sweet. All right. And that, that too sweet or a little sweet? We definitely did Too Sweet, which no one saw because this is the audio podcast, but we said it in the little sweet. Little sweet? But we did Too Sweet. horrible. Yeah. Um, That is it, folks. We wanted to give you something for Take Two Takedown while we were here together in person, so we wanted to make sure we gave that to you. You know, we are at AwesomeCon. As you can hear, it is basically a party here. We're at the CW booth, DCW 50. Come by if you if you are here in town at any point for any awesome con. When you're here for 2020, come by again. We will be here. The CW booth is always popping. They have tons of people here. As we said, they got Sting here. So we're probably going to go fork over our 70 bucks now and take a picture with them. Yeah, let's go. I mean, who, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? It's well worth the cost. And I'm, I'm hopefully that I can get him to sign my skin. You want Sting's name on your body? Well, he would sign it and then I would tattoo it. You would have that on your body? Well, if we had to meet up with Becky Lynch, would you do the same? Yeah, but it's different. How? Huh? How? Because I would do other stuff with (laughs) Becky Lynch. I would not do with Sting. Got it. Got it. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, folks. (laughs) Take Two Takedown, episode 74. Follow us on Twitter at Take Two Takedown. Look for everything that happened this week with me and John here at Awesome Con. All right, we want to thank everybody here at CW for letting us be here. We want to thank the other Take Two podcast hosts because they were also here. All right, we make this a big thing, a big event in the DC area. Make sure next year you check it out. Peace, people.